millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to James and Flav for now. Um, and I, I mean for now. I do mean for now, because there's a traitor in the house, and it ain't me. Well, it, it has been you for a long time. It ain't. It's not me. It's not me. There's it's not a me. Traitor you in did the this. house, and it ain't me. And if it ain't me, who could it be? Because many, many for years would suggest what Flavin James, bit of a double act, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And then he's done it again, the dirty little, you dirty little Adam McCola loving football yeah. Thursday previewing, <laughs> fun nothing. chemistry having. James, it's nothing. All right. You don't, this isn't, you don't have to worry about anything. If you talk it's about, n- if you talk about porn with him. No, it's branded content. It's, it's branded content. You're right. safe there, mate. You're safe. Um, I don't actually often talk about porn with you. And that, there goes the fuck. The, the... <laughs> Sorry, what? No, I've brought it up. You have, you've, or... you've, you've tailed it down a bit. I, will say I reckon in, like, it gets overblown. I reckon twice in the five years we've been doing this, I've brought it up. It's just it's a thing <laughs> that people have created in their head. Yeah, so you've got nothing to worry about, James. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. Mm. Look, there are... Do you want to explain to people why I'm, I might be somewhat peeved? Uh, so there's a new show on uh, the Bet Victor channel called Last Fan, The Last Fan Standing Extra. Extra. Where right. Adam McCoda and I look towards the weekend's football as a way of previewing it. Hmm. In an irreverence. In an irreverent style? Not Will really, irreverent? No. no. Good. No, it's not irreverent. No, no, no. Okay. It's very much, it's very much uh, just, uh, you know, Died in the wall, football preview. Sure. Yeah. Nothing no, to worry about from Jimbo. I hope it goes well. I hope it goes well. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, now, nah, we, we wish you all the best. If you do see a uh, incredibly illuminated thumbnail with Flav on it and Adam McCullough on it, click on it. I think like, I think we, we need to sort of level with people, you know, because it's as simple as this. If you appreciate what we're trying to do here, we're not asking you to watch. Or listen. All we're asking you to do is click. Click and mute. Click and mute. And then the retention's high. The watch time's there. If you've not got time for it right now, but you've seen it, click through rate. Click it. Mute it. (laughs) Go on about your day. And just let that bad boy run. Okay? And if you want to come back and watch it later on, fine. And if you don't, fine. Adam does sort of send for you at the end of the uh, episode, yes. just as a pre-warning. I knew would. I am sick of, I'm sick of people from the club sending for me. It'll be Rory <laughs> next. No, he, was, he just said, now. look, he's, he just noticed your tweet where you was having a go, and he's like, well, what can I do? What can I do? Uh, like I said, it's, it's the eyelashes. It's the, is he going to eat me? Angry face. <laughs> it's the beard. He's got everything I've not. He's got edge. You got double edge. You should call it double edge. Should have. What What are we? Um, so what are we talking about? It's like this is. So we're recording this. A what twenty? What 
it's going to come out after Spurs have just absolutely torn AC Milan, AC Milan a new one. Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur don't tear anyone new ones, right? We just plod along. We 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 sort of you know nudge it, but we don't go into it. Sort of nudge around. Right. It bounces off. It bounces off. Well, yeah, good. sure. As uh, you know, it's always a dangerous area for you to be in, in terms of doing content prior to Spurs in any form of knockout game or important yeah. game. Um, yeah. Numerous times. You've let, let me put it this way: you've probably got yourself. You've probably said stuff with hope in your heart, and then Spurs have let you down more times than you've spoken about porn on this podcast. So that's a mm. lot. And this season. This season, yeah, because you are the you're the other flip flop of football, Spurs. You can't figure them out. You cannot figure it out. Don't oh, get them. Uh, are they good? They're not terrible, but they're not they're not good. It's not. It's the it's the style of play, isn't it, James? It's the way we play. It's the amount of goals. If we do score, are coming from set pieces or penalties. That there's no fluidity to the way we play, and so while getting to fourth at this stage of the season, you take it. Mad, but would you take it playing the kind of football we play? And under Conte, that football is fucking dire. It's Eric dire. dire. It's Eric. It's not as bad as Eric Dyer, but it is dire. You, you just flip flopping on him. Either you well, believe in the guy or you don't. Well, if he plays well, I believe in him. <laughs> That's it, mate. That is the truest thing in football. Yeah. Win the game, score the goals, do what do as I ask, then well, you're good. We Don't show do that you. on elite on on more on more than three occasions back to back. Then I will have you put down if I get the opportunity. That is that's where we are right now. That's, that's what football is. Like uh, Graham no, Potter was yesterday, wasn't it? Should be Graham Potter saved his job yep. yesterday, and he's uh, do, you, do, you, do you know who will crawl out the woodwork now? And fair play to them, people that not but didn't back Potter, but just <laughs> but just didn't but didn't, didn't yeah. Just sort of kept their powder dry. Let's see if we can get one cheeky little victory. But also, like people, they, they found I found the uh, BT uh, BT Sport punditry quite confused after the game because they couldn't figure out if they'd won it fairly, got lucky, or Dortmund had been robbed. And they seemed to suggest all of all them. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was sort of, but then you could tell they were kind of nervous, going to go. But let's not take it away from. Let's not. Let's not take we it away from to. Chelsea. We're desperate to. Why don't we, we just do call, everything? Why don't we just call it straight? Let's just call it straight. They played all right. Generally, they got lucky as hell for both goals. The second, the penalty is an absolute disgrace. And I know what I'm going to get in the comments. Cry more, QPR fan. <laughs> Fine. That's what I'm saying. Graham Potter deserves the time because he's a he's. A, Good agony. He's a play, he's had a glow up. He's invested in his, you know, looks. To, I reckon to, he's to a horrible the, piece of work. Do you think? Yeah, just an asshole. The um, something's wrong with him. But what? Let's know. Oh, what comes down yeah, yeah. They're desperate. They're desperate for him to go. They don't want him there. Doesn't make sense to Sky Sports. Doesn't make sense to anyone. They just need Chelsea need one of those sort of top tier and in inverted commas managers. Hooding, Ancelotti. Mourinho, Conte, any one of those big boys. Yeah, that's that's what everyone is comfortable with, Chelsea. What they don't like is the fact that Graham Potter is what he is and he's at one of the biggest, not say biggest clubs, the clubs with the biggest uh, financial power. In, in, in recent history have been a, a, a performed like a decent club, but fundamentally Chelsea will always be a, a small club. It's like just you are what you are. There's no, you can't spend your way out of being a small club. You You... you it's like a worm is born a worm. It doesn't turn into a snake. Chelsea will always be a worm, even though it looks like the say a snake at times. It's still a worm. Is Graham, Chelsea are. Does Graham Potter want? Oh, sorry, the Chelsea fans want snakes, and Graham Potter's a worm. Then. I'm. I. I they. The, yes. They. They're used to snakes. <laughs> I've done you they're with used, your own analogy there. I've done. They're you with used. Your own to, well, you've allowed me to think on it. Okay. The, Adam. Adam would do that. Good. Adam would do that to me. Adam would do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So no, sorry. Take, go on. <laughs> Point is, is Chelsea went out, nearly went out of business twenty five years ago. Now that Graham Potter and uh, they've used to all this money, it's like the poor kid turned rich. Fundamentally, deep down, you're still poor. <laughs> the bottom line is for me, 
unwritten rule. We haven't had an unwritten rule for a while. You, Chelsea is too glamorous a football club for their manager to be called Graham. Yeah. Full stop. Steve, Steve Cooper. Never. He shouldn't. He, he, might, he may be good enough to do it. Yeah, sure. never, yeah that's a great shout. Steve, Steve Cooper, I think, will be a success at Nottingham Forest. He could go to Everton and do a fantastic job. You could see yes. him as the Brighton manager. You could yes. even see him as a Tottenham manager. But you will never see never. him succeed at Chelsea. You no will never way. see him succeed. We don't want him to. He doesn't belong there. He doesn't fit. We don't like it. Jose Mourinho. Rude yeah. Hullet. Yes. Gianluca Vialli, God rest him. Yes. Gus Hiddink. Di Matteo. Even Di Matteo. Di Matteo's not a good manager, but he had the right name. He had the right name. He got himself a Champions League out of it. So he doesn't have the uh, the right name. Eddie Howe. Yeah. He will never make it at Chelsea. He'll never make it. Doesn't deserve to. Doesn't deserve to. And generally, if you're British, you can't succeed with Chelsea. Because your name, there's no sexy British names, is there? Let's get let's get all the British managers out of Britain. Get them out. Yeah, a lot of them. If you're English and you want to manage in the Premier League, I don't want you. I'm not interested. I'm Is not it... interested. Get English managers out of England. Actually, I think we've we've snookered ourselves here. We've got um socially okay. snookered later on. We've got lots of comments actually, which we'll get into soon enough. But the uh, yeah, there's not a sexy. Is there a sexy British manager's name? I can't think of one. There's not one. Gareth Southgate. Gareth, Gareth Southgate is about as about as as Yeah, no, you're not. And and and, and for good reason, you're not welcome. Mm. Let's have some sexy like someone just said there, Deserby could get the gig. Deserby might get the gig. He'll do well, he'll, he'll have a better shot. Well, a better shot at it than uh, Graham Potter. Do you think he would, yeah? Or or mm. is it just all Chelsea managers would always be both the Messiah and then disposable, and it will just be that sort of dynamite, you know, incredibly reactive club that will allow themselves to continue to win trophies, but also just work their way through managers. Maybe that's maybe that's the world we're living in. But I'm pleased. The... I'm pleased he got a victory. He, poor bloke. But the, pen, the penalty was a joke. The penalty was a joke, and Raheem Sterling got pretty fortunate with the first goal. That these are um, the facts, okay? And they need to be spoken about because no one seems uh, to speak anything. Everyone's got a bloody agenda. Charlie White's just said, you're not getting deserve from us, no way. Unfortunately, Charlie, it's not up to you. And those fans, like, they go, no, you're not having him because we we love him. We keep, we want to keep him forever. Deserve does not give a shit about Brighton. The pro- he does well, not care less. Don't say that. The, the he can do it any club. He could have done that in... in the one thing I would say about Deserby is that so it go, the conversation goes like this. He goes, really enjoying it here. Really enjoying it, Brighton. I think we're doing pretty well. I agree. Um, what's the name of the uh, Brighton top dude again? I've forgotten his name. Bloom, is it? But then Deserby goes, so we're creeping towards the summer now. And um, I've got us Champions League football. That's pretty good, isn't it? Well, shit, that's really good because we sold... You know, we've sold loads of our sort of best players, like Basuma's gone, and there's another one I can't think. Cucurella. Cucurella. Yeah. And you've got scoring more goals with Danny Welbeck in the team, who actually gets a bad rep. But uh, but he would go, so this summer, we're not selling any of them, are we? No. Well, Quite like a Casado midfield, but he's crucial. Well, maybe Deserby is here to stay because he signed a new deal, Casado, which I don't get. I don't really understand Often, how that's happened. Was this after? Yeah. Was this after? after the so that, that does happen. That does happen. They'll say it's signing deal, new terms, and that essentially Brighton, I think, is an admission that within a season or two he'll be gone. Right. Maybe not this summer, but the summer after. Although Arsenal seem to be like dead set on trying to get him, but you, they're talking because of this new contract, upwards of over eighty million pounds. Right. They're obviously future proofing because this Thomas Party thing just will not go away. None of what we don't comment on it, but it will not go away. So they're trying to future proof there. But Brighton are in a really strong situation uh, with uh, in negotiating. They give them all the power. He's probably got a nice little another signing on bonus. People, money makes complete sense. There may there may even be a release clause in there. Apparently, McAllister signed one as well, which is interesting. So look, Brighton are here to stay. And actually, the the league table is amazing. 
wouldn't it be refreshing, James, just to for Zobi just to stay there for three years and do fucking brilliant? I mean, mm-hmm. that would that would that would be delightful. That would be wonderful. Do it just on Thomas Partey. Do you think, <laughs> like, I just talk about the football, right? But do you think Arsenal fans will sort of celebrate? It's innocent until proven guilty, by the way. And I don't, well, I don't like to look into those things. I, too much. I didn't say anything. I just said it won't. It's not going away. I didn't say no, that he's I, guilty. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. But do you think Arsenal fans and Arsenal fans? Let us know. Do you sort of take fifteen percent off if he scores a banger? Do you know what I mean? If he scores a goal, just in case something comes to be. No, they haven't. This uh, you you've seen the way they sing his name constantly. Like you, and like you said, it's innocent until proven guilty. So you, you just don't know. But if it turns out, they uh, a few of them should start apologising. Yeah. Sorry, we, uh, you did warn us. But, uh, we didn't want to hear it because he's good at football. But, but also, you sort of. I think they're actually on the right line here because until, yeah, you've got to be innocent until proven guilty. Can't just, you know, trial by Twitter. Cannot cannot yeah. be done. And we've seen very powerful uh, Premier League footballers get off with things that some might argue, not me, some might argue, not James. No, some we, might argue. Not, not us. Uh, but, yeah. Do you think McCullough would argue about it? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. He's a class act, right? <laughs> I don't want any more bloody beef. I've had enough beef. I'm vegetarian yeah. now. But the league table does look good. Let's have a look. Because, do you know what's interesting here, right? I mean, the, the, the battle for top four. Is it a fight for top four? Is it the battle? It's a relegation battle, isn't it? And it's the fight for top four. Or it's a race for top four, isn't it? Is Liverpool, right Liverpool win. Oh, it's a, I think it's a, it's a race at the moment. Right. But if the, if we, I tell you what, if Liverpool go equal on points of us, then that's a battle because they go above us on goal difference. Now we're battling out. But I just, so you know, do you know why I think Spurs might still get in there? And this, like, we are functional, and we genuinely we've cut the mistakes out of our game pretty much. You know, the game against Wolves, we didn't deserve to lose that game. And we just sort of plodding along. Now, is it, now ask me if, I would, if you'd want to swap that for something that's much more exciting and a little bit more like, fuck, we could throw this away, but look at us go. Yeah. And yes. Right. But this sort of like towing around, I don't know what the expression is, or if there even sort is one. It's tepid, isn't it? it? Yes, it's insipid football. It's tepid. It don't it, make any mistakes. Lukewarm mistake. football with high quality ingredients. That's what it is. Yeah, but they're not even high quality enough. And what's a little bit worrying is that we've signed these players like, you know, Dogie's coming in from Udinese, like highly, really highly rated. Apparently he's class. I love that. Apparently, apparently, apparently he's, he's class. class. Apparently, yeah, you know Dogie from Udinese? No, no one does. Yeah, apparently he's class. Yeah, well, we since he signed last summer, we've loaned him back to Udinese and now he's coming here. Um, we've just been watching every sort of thing we can of him. Well, other Spurs fans have. I couldn't really give a shit until he starts. But that's all I've told. He's good. Anyway, um, he's a lot of it's based around a back three and having wing backs. Right. And you're like, well, if we Pochettino comes in and plays a back four, you're like, oh, what? What then? I don't know. I mean, is it, is it... I'm so, I'm just fucking. I'm a little bit just like I don't. I feel like we've got at the time of recording before this comes out. Last night, as you watch this. We're about to play AC Milan in the last 16, and I feel, I don't feel anything. Yeah, feel that's no- a shame. That is a shame. I feel nothing. Sure, you're at, you're at a, um, you're sort of, you're in your car, and you, you just want to, you want to, you know where you want to go, you want to turn left, but the cars just keep coming past I you. just want to know who the driver is. Yeah. I want to know who's driving. Okay, you jumped on my, well. I don't, that's Sorry. Work with my one. But you've just got people going, and you're so you want to, you're sort of, you're going, uh, are you, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Now, and then, but actually, it's one of those ones where actually you want to turn right. Sorry, go back. You want to turn right, <laughs> but there's people coming along the left bit, and then you go, oh, wicked, I've got a bit of a gap now between the next one on the, on the left hand side. But as you go, you go, oh, fuck, there's someone coming on the other side of the road now, and you're just stuck there. You're not going in. You're not, but you are, this is what I mean. This is what I'm getting at. We, I don't think people are telling the truth anymore because look at the table. Liverpool, right, who have had, oh, they've had, 
They are finished. Liverpool are done. And Tottenham are finished. They are done. Fourth and fifth, Liverpool three points off you with a game in hand. And a better goal difference by nine. They've just scored seven. But they, they scored they, nine um, in year, didn't they, as well? And they got Bournemouth next. They previously beat 9 0, didn't they, Tom? He's one of our patrons. Um, mm. uh, to- actually, I need to have a word with Tom. Tom. Well, look, what, what day are we on now? Wednesday. This will be coming out Thursday. It's time to turn now, mate. Need to need to lock it up now, that negativity. Put it in a box. Put it away, okay? We go again, right? Because yeah, stop speaking your demise into existence. It's, uh, it's like, I can't, I can't, oh, I can't do this anymore. You will. You have, you will, and you will continue to for the rest of your bloody days, Tom Jordan. So shut up. What's wrong with Bournemouth? What are you, why is, what, what are you saying? Are Bournemouth going to stay fighting. up? They're fighting. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're in there and you're fighting. Yeah, you've got a t- couple of tough games coming up. But, you you know, Everton's still got to go to Brentford and get something. And I tell you now, I'd love it if Bournemouth stayed up. Love it. Down the bottom's mad what? as well. Mm. But you, Bournemouth, you're in it, mate. You're in it, Tom. You're fucking in Obviously it. Are, look. There's literally one point between you. Two, two if you count, you count West Ham. Now, the goal difference isn't great. That I'll give you. But give us some glue already. I'm giving you the glue. The glue comes from you. The glue always comes from you. That's what. That's all we can do. Do you know what's good? Do you know what's, do you know I've got some news this week and I thought, brilliant. Um, we've got Watford. Tough. Tough game against Watford. Desperately need a gasping for a victory, right? But we've got well, them at well, home. Have you got any? Got them at home. Have you had any know? victories last time, since last week? No! Lost to Rotherham. <laughs> we were terrible. But the cavalry's coming, says Gareth. Gareth Ainsworth, and he's trying to be optimistic, and that's why I tweeted, this is all we've got. All we have to live on is Gareth Ainsworth's optimism. He says the cavalry's coming, and I have no choice but to believe him. Now, what does that mean, the cavalry's coming? Full stop. Okay. So we then have Watford. We've got (laughs) Watford, this guy, tough game, but at home, they're, they're not doing brilliantly. You never know. What happens? What happens a couple of days before... They sack the manager. They bring in Chris Wilder. Guaranteed three points for him. Guaranteed. There's no way. It's like it's like using your get out of jail, get your three points card. Unless you're QPR and you bring in a new manager and then you lose your next two games 3-1. But... So he's brought in Chris yeah. Wilder. Great manager. Guaranteed bounce. They're going to slap us. And that's the world that I'm living in, Tom. But I'm going to choose to believe that the Rangers will stay up this year despite me seeing tweets of people looking at our fixtures, which are terrible, by the way, and suggesting that we're only going to get one more win between now and the end of the season. And I, for one, which is refuse the to live like that. So, Tom, if you can't have a little bit of hope after spending all that money in January, and when you're getting 2-0 up against the league leaders, I don't know what to say to you, but you're this close to a ban. All right. What, um... When he says, is there any substance in that? Like, you've got players coming back from injury that you're missing. Is anything like that? QPR? Yeah. Yes. We've got, we've got like, so we've got our starting strikers out, been out for quite a long time. At the start of the season, we bought, we bought uh, Tyler Roberts, been injured for ages. We bought yeah. Ilias Chair, got re- um, done recently. Um, we got Chris Willock, who keeps getting injured. Those were our two best players last year. Uh, who else is there? Uh, Ethan Laird, who got a loan from Man United, who's been pretty frustratingly rubbish recently. He's injured as well. Our left back got injured as well. So we played some child in the last game. We are bare bones. But don't worry. Cavalry's coming. Final thing on the league table, because I think it is interesting. Well, actually, a couple of things. Who are... Let us know in the chat. Who are legitimate top four contenders? I mean, you've got Spurs, Liverpool, Newcastle and Brighton, I would say. Not having Fulham. I think they're good. I think they're a good side. Um, But just at this stage, played too many games and not amassed enough points. Like they're essentially what are they nine? They're the same points as us and six behind us. Like you'd imagine that that would mean two games we'd have to lose and they would have to win. Yeah, I think it's tough for them. But Brighton, obviously, twenty-three games. 
I think Brighton excellent. have got a chance. They actually just, you, got, but a you, chance. got you have to look at the goal differences. You got to look at the goal difference. It yeah. tells you so much. Yeah, totally agree. And you know, I, I would say that maybe Liverpool's and Man United's are a little bit false. Liverpool's are a little bit false because they've they had those two gargantuan wins. Yeah, but um, but but you look at Brighton's goal difference and those around them games played, they look really good. If you make if you take both those Liverpool like crazy games and turn them into four nils, how many goals is that? Three, minus, So you... that's eight goals off it. So that'd be plus eleven. I think that's why I said I said this, didn't I? I said this about a month ago. Liverpool, there's always one team that comes from kind of nowhere, and it's that same thing. Like the pressure's kind of dull, uh, calmed down a bit. The players are coming back, and Liverpool are on the charge a little bit. But I do think Brighton oh, got yeah. a bit of a they're... chance because they because they create so much. I wonder if they're because they're starting to get a bit of a spotlight on them. I wonder if they'll figure it out, and I wonder if they can deal with all the uh, all the games. But I guess they're not playing any more games in Tottenham, Liverpool, Man United. So they're not going to European fixtures. They're not in the cups. Yeah. They've just got to play one game a week for the rest of the season, pretty much. Newcastle Maybe. need a Newcastle need a win bad. Can I predict they, something? I think I? Newcastle are in the bottom three. I think of in the in the form table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Right now is the time when the teams down. You know, there's a. I think there's a moment when the teams down the bottom start beating the teams at the top. Sorry, the teams at the top have been winning the whole season. They start to lose games and drop points, and the teams down the bottom start winning games because they kind of need to. I mm. think this weekend there will be loads of shocks. Loads of shocks. I can see Arsenal dropping points. I could see Newcastle dropping points. Liverpool, I, well, it could, it's that kind of time. It could be there could be that bit of a shock, especially with them thinking about Real Madrid next. And I could see you getting done by um, Forest. I think there'll be loads of shocks this weekend. I think we'll get done by Forest at home, mate. You can get done by anyone. That'll make me feel something horrendous. <laughs> well, welcome, um, welcome. I the, don't water, the water's tepid. Uh, right, let's have some fun. Oh, sorry, the thing I keep trying to say but I never say is I find this interesting that uh, Aston Villa are 11th with 34 points. There's literally two leagues. Maybe there's three leagues, but in particular, 11th, Aston Villa, 34 points, then Palace, 27. And on the way down, they're all relegation um, battles. Any shocks relegation? What Wolverhampton are fine. They're too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pal- Palace probably too. They're too good. Although haven't can't buy a win. They've got Man City next. One must beware hubris. Leicester City and West Ham need to get their SHIT together. I think they will. I think they'll be fine. Who? But West Ham are just waiting for them to like sort their lives out. They're a funny bunch. But I, they I were part of the league, weren't they, earlier in the season? So they have improved somewhat. But what? Who do you think the next manager to go will be? You got. You've got. Yeah, David. You're David There's not Moyes. many left. There's not many left, is there? But what do West Ham do if they don't trust David Moyes? What, what, who do they bring in? Big Sam? I think it's an option. Yeah, Big Sam. Pards. Get Pardew back. Kerbishley, 33 to 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul Jewell. But yeah, yeah. Bournemouth changed managers. <laughs> Southampton changed manager. Everton changed manager. Leeds changed manager. West Ham and Leicester, the only two. Oh, no, Forrest, sorry. Stuck with him. Wolves have changed theirs. Vieira, do you know what? Vieira. Someone tweeted me ages ago saying, Vieira's a disgrace. He's rubbish. Get him out now. And I was like, calm down. And he, uh, he sort of found, he obviously bookmarked that tweet and came back to it. And he said, what are we saying now, huh? <laughs> 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 and uh, I was like, but you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who predicted the positive, not predicted the negative. You want to be that yeah, guy? Who wants you, to be that guy? You hold on to it. You hold. You, so what happens is, it's just is being you, right in it. It's just about being right. If you want to be when right, things are going wrong, if you if you want if when things are going wrong, you want to you want you want to be the guy that knows why it's going wrong, and you want to tell as many people as when uh, the reason why it's going wrong. And then when you're right, that's all you got because oh, I was right. So I saw this before everyone saw it, and I couldn't stop telling everyone about it, and they didn't listen, and now they've got to listen. But case in point is that he's a Lee Gunner who was. Banging on. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. If you've ever seen these, any content, it's fucking I, I, I garbage, will no. try my best to... I try not to give those things oxygen. Right, but but just a case in point, he would sure. spend... They've just got shared. As a Spurs fan, you get these things shared. I'm not going to go and, and, uh, I just mean his videos, no, no. his content. I don't want to click on it. Uh, Adam McCola wouldn't have done that. The, uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, um... yeah, he wouldn't let you drown in guilt there. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, like this. But... I don't like this because I like Adam. I don't like it. Stop it. <laughs> Let's just move on. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> Actually, sorry, the, just uh... to say, because this is funny. Because Flav went... We were sort of joking on uh, Twitter, weren't we? And then you went, Can we, do we have to do this in public? I went, oh, what? oh of course, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go to WhatsApp. <laughs> then I went to WhatsApp and I said, how could you? And Flav went, they paid me. I went, why didn't you say? <laughs> absolutely fine. Carry on. Sorry. Lee Gunner, um, go. Yeah, so Lee Gunner would be, he had this sort of smug aura about him, about trust the process. It's a joke. Get him out, get him out. And we'll not budge and i i haven't gone back to it now because like you say it isn't being shared with me anymore but you just it's the same with troops as well as going trust the process put put arteta out merchandise people create a currency on just sticking to their point and screaming that i was right and it's fucking exhausting do you think that what percentage of football fans do you think would rather would rather be correct than their team do well. Like those negative Nellies that do that. What percentage of those are actually keen to be wrong so that they can enjoy it? I tell you what, the only way I can answer that is Emerson Royale's change this season. We had a similar sort of situation with Sissoko because, so we've seen this before, but um, everybody is at Spurs, everyone I spoke to is fucking delighted that Emerson Royale has turned into, certainly in the last month, one of the best right backs slash wing backs in the country, right? Not to say it will last, we don't know, but right now that's where we're at. There are a couple of Spurs fans out there going, do you know why we all rate him so much? It's because he's ceiling, the bar was so low with him, even an average performance gets heralded like he's Carfu. And you're like, that isn't what's happening. That's not what's happening. He's been legitimately good. Give him the, the report. It's because you were happy to fucking boom off the pitch yeah, this season. Yeah. Boomed off the pitch this season. And what did he do? He got off the pitch. He put his head down. And he didn't let it affect him. And he come out and he's put, putting out 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 performances for Tottenham against some excellent position, opposition. What would you, you... You would have rather him walk off the pitch, crying, moaning, and, and, and gone back to... Spain and where it's more comfortable. He didn't do that. He put his head down. He worked hard. You got to give him fucking plaudits for that. 
Do you know what I want? I want someone in the comments this week. If you are a negative Nelly, if that's just in your being and I'm I'm missing something because there's a, I think it's, I went to England, Germany in Euro 2020, but it was 21, right? And there was a, there was a guy there who was a, a cracking lad and he followed England everywhere and he was so negative and he was so, so negative. And then when we beat them, I turn around and he's crying because he really, what he was deep down just struggling with was just wanted to win. And that's how he was kind of expressing himself to sort of safeguard himself. Is yeah. that the truth? If you are a negative Nelly, can you just explain to me why you are a negative Nelly and how you process your negativity? I'm intrigued, honestly. It's, I, intrigued. I, I, I think you, you got quite close to it there, Jim, in that... Yeah, I gave I it away, would... didn't I? No, no, there'd be a, it's different for every single person. It'd be interesting to see how, how everybody feels. But I think there is a, there's genuinely a, a thing in safeguarding. It's like people who bet against their own team to, so they get some money if they lose. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're, you're giving yourself a safety net. True. I, I'm the opposite, right? We're on the podcast, we get accused of being happy clappers because we don't want to spend the 60 episodes a season we do going, look how shit it is. Look how shit it is. Instead of going, actually, let's try and find some positives. If we can't, let's just talk about dicks for an hour, whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they say that it's the hope that kills you. It's the hope that gives you oxygen. That's how you yeah. keep, that's how you hang in there. That's all it's I... Life. That's, like, it's life. Please, please, if you... Like I, I will not run out of hope. I know I'm struggling with QPR, but I will not run out. I'm here, I'm here, and I believe, and I will find some thread to pull at to find that hope, because that's all that's all I've got <laughs> right now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, so speaking of that guy, I wonder if we, this could be a bit of a series on the podcast where we, we have different that guy at the football, and then if you are that guy, you then explain why you're that guy. Uh, because last week yep. we were talking about uh, we we started a bit called that guy, and we were saying like different there were different things. I can't remember what it was. It, it was a, a certain, that guy in the club. Anyway, th- Barge says this that guy uh, during the England France game at the previous World Cup. My mate and I were at a sports bar in Shoreditch. There was a group of young women sat in front of us with the aforementioned older guy stood hovering around them by his lonesome, occasionally leaning in to make a comment to the group who would disdainfully look at him. It was as if he was. It was as if his failing advances poetically mirrored our country's failure to advance to the next round of the tournament. I felt as if we were all that guy that night. Yeah, but yeah. So if you're a negative Nelly, let us know why you're a negative Nelly. Right, let's get into these comments, mate. Yeah. Oh, there was one one final thing actually. Do you want to talk about Bruno Fernandez? Could do. If you want. This is the comment that Ten Hag made about he's an inspiration to the squad. He's an inspiration to the rest of the team. This on the back of his pretty petulant performance against uh, Liverpool. Do you think that, that his behaviour and Luke Shaw's behaviour in that game just makes... Do you think it's petulance or was it that they just couldn't bear what was happening and so they couldn't control their emotions? Which is understandable because they were getting absolutely torn a new one. What do you think? I accept... I can accept frustration and kind of silly lashing out and you'll inevitably get kind of so like Darwin Nunez you know when he gets like he's got that little edge about him I kind of appreciate that because I, I think that's just like in the moment reaction I, I get it and it but if that comes a, becomes a you know a proper problem you then st- need to sort of work on yourself and find those coping mechanisms like someone like Wayne Rooney was able to kind of figure that out I think quite well uh mm. Joey Barton wasn't um mm. th- my thing with him Bruno Fernandes so on the Ripple Effect this week, we we spoke with Baz from Toffee TV and we were talking about Mashiri. Now, Mashiri spent loads of money and that's generally like a tick, isn't it, for, for an owner? You go, well, he's put his money where his mouth is, he's creating a stadium. But yeah. the, the reason why Everton fans are protesting and so annoyed is not just because you spent loads of money, it's because of how, you, how you've spent it. And yeah, and and the reason what I'm getting to with that is that with Bruno Fernandes, the thing I'm struggling with is that he's such a great player, but does that mean you get to get away with? And again, there was someone who commented after I spoke on I did a match reaction the other day. He commented saying, "You can't say that when you've got <laughs> when you've got Adele Tarabs <laughs> and a picture behind you." Which I think is a fair point. But what I'm saying is is the sort of 
like the constant it's the constant diving accompanied with the constant accusations of other people diving and then the constant faking of injury it's all of these things he's like he does both so badly he's so hypocritical like Adele Trapp would like dive but he wouldn't do all the other bits I don't think the thing I'm struggling with Bruno Fernandes is that is he's you know instead of Eric Ten Hag saying he's a, an inspiration I think he can be both and again this is something obviously swirling around my head a lot at the moment you can be two things do you know what the other thing I'm watching at the moment is I'm watching Bill this Bill Cosby documentary on on BBC I think that's what it is now. I realise why it's in my mind. So again, I'm not. I am. Yeah, what comparing, are you about to say? Well, I'm slightly comparing Bruno Fernandes to Bill Cosby, but but stay with me. So the I, this documentary is fascinating because Bill Cosby has, has uh, clearly done loads of horrific things. He's a rapist, yeah. Yes, and but yeah, I think he got. Well, I haven't got this far yet, but I think he actually got overturned or something. Anyway, but it's obviously obviously he's done abhorrent things, right? But he also did, and this was part of his thing, a bit like Jimmy Savile, did loads and loads of good to create this image. And so he was kind of both. And he for a lot... Yeah. So so for African-American community or the black community in, in America, there's a huge conflict. And this documentary is really good because right at the start of the documentary, they go, uh, the documentary, documentary maker says, who is Bill Cosby? And they all go... Um, because it's this, he was America's dad, but he was also obviously, you know, a rapist. And these other things, yeah. Yeah. And Bruno Fernandes is brilliant. He's so good. He works so hard. He's such a team player. I think if he's playing on the right-hand side and, you know, he works back and that first goal doesn't happen, he's all these great things. But then he's all these things that drive me mad about football. So I just, I, I struggle with him. And when it comes to him being the captain, I, I'm not having it. I, I, I don't think his behaviour is acceptable enough to be captain of Man United, generally. Now, he's got to deal with it now, Eric Ten Hag, and get through the rest of the season. But I think you should be looking for a better captain than the way he behaves. That's how I feel. Did Ten Hag make him captain? Who was captain? Uh, the- was Maguire's the club Ma- captain, isn't he? And then oh, I think right. Bruno Fernandes seems to be the sort of on the pitch captain <clears throat> if Maguire doesn't play. Um, well, look, Ten Hag can do only one thing now, and, and that's defend his player. So it doesn't matter what Ten Hag says right now. He's just going to come out and just bat, bat for his player. That's That'll be it. Um, yeah. So what he says now isn't really... It doesn't matter. He's just he's just backing his team. Because what, what good comes from him going, yeah, you're right, yeah, no, I, I made a mistake. I've got to strip him. He's, not, he's never going to say that. No manager would. They'll mm. always defend their players. You would you ex- you wouldn't expect that from a captain? Certainly not in not where you what we used to in the Premier League. The captains are supposed to be strong, stoical, um, resilient in face of uh, pressure and circumstance. Henderson immediately comes to mind. Yeah, you know John Terry. I know he had his moments, but and I'm not saying these are good human beings. I don't know who they are. I'm I just saying I'm, they are. I, I do certain... think it matters. It does matters. I think you're right. I think you can't be. That guy. That's why uh, Casemiro is the captain, isn't it? Cap- Casemiro should be captain. Yeah, and, and but he's just come in and maybe, maybe yeah, he will be the star yeah, next yeah. season. But yeah, I just yeah, that's and again, uh, maybe it's not the best analogy, but it's stuff swirling my head. And this is a podcast; it's a dialogue. Well, I think a better analogy might have been about you know, you know, what I'm going to say is uh, Armstrong, isn't it? Look yeah, all the good he did. Look yeah. at all the good he did. He's just let riding a bike. He's riding. Just a let bike. him off. He's riding a bike, guys. Right, cheated at riding a bike. Crazy. Yeah, so I don't, I, to this day, I still don't understand it. And I know we've spoken about it so many times, Jim. But no matter what anyone says to me, and I would say, well, yeah, but he, he cheated, and it? it's the integrity of sport. I don't. He fucking practically saved thousands of people from dying of cancer. And you're focusing on the wrong thing here. Just yeah. let him off. Let him carry on riding, so he can continue to do his good work. Different, very right. different from very Jimmy different. Savile. Very What's that? Give him a bye. He should never have had a bye. Wonder which I, I wonder what hits the CPM harder last week's comments or uh, or the fact that they've used I'm not gonna I'm gonna write the same again but let's see <laughs> let's see what we've got left at the end right Jim Big Laugh Award Daniel Fisher uh, by the way if you want to be with us live when we do the podcast we have a Patreon and also we have a live show we have a date for that as well and patrons will be getting first dibs on tickets 
It's going to be on April yeah. the 3rd. Um, we're changing the venue. We're tweaking the venue so that we can watch Everton Tottenham, which could yep. be great fun. So if you, yeah, you might as well. Well, if you want to get those tickets, you want to come um, make sure. They'll be out tomorrow. Oh, out tomorrow. Okay. So well, yeah, well, well, so a, for patrons, patron. for you, for the people that are watching this live and then, yeah, and maybe guest lists and then we'll go, they go to the public in the hope that we might, you know, a few people might turn up. Although there's quite interest. Like, I've, I've asked my mates, like, do you guys want to come on the guest list? You know, screen the Spurs game. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. It's be amazing. Mate, I, I, so. ba- I back us to, to get people to come out. So, okay. Jim Big Love Award. Uh, hi, James and Flav. I introduced the missus to Jaffin a couple of months ago. And to my surprise, she's a fan. Ah. Yeah. She's been very proud to tell me that she listens to the podcast before bed when new episodes come out. What's her name? Before bed. Really enjoys it. (laughs) However, she notified me today that the new episode of Jaffin was out. And when referring to herself as a fan, she made the fatal mistake of calling herself a frog. (laughs) (laughs) So close. (laughs) So close. Valiant effort, but uh, not good enough to mistake being a slug for a frog. Personally, I believe this blasphemy constitutes a one-week ban. Thanks, lads. We can only move forward. I agree. (laughs) Frog. Frog. Uh, Yeah, so Daniel's girlfriend out. One-week ban. Do you you know, so the last couple of weeks, we've turned on a couple people, okay? Rightly so. People Mm. asking us to add chapters. Ask, asking for us to do research. <laughs> it's just not acceptable. And what I will say is that there were numerous people. Just, they trying. Yeah. Trying to get themselves a ban. Well, no, you'll have to keep watching, which is worse than a ban. Unlucky. Yeah, so that, that made me laugh. Matteo Lewis. Um, All right, lads. I've been chewing on a curious question and I wanted to hear your thoughts. So, you know, alphabet soup, right? We've never spoken about this, by the way. We've never spoken alphabet about alphabet soup. Yeah. Alphabet spaghetti. I don't know what alphabet soup is. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it means. So you know alphabet soup, right. right? I was wondering, do the letters in it differ depending on where you are in the world, or is it a similar situation everywhere? It would be very interesting if you could do some research on this. Imagine if most frequently used letters in various languages had more representation in the soup. Mind-blowing. <laughs> you guys are smashing it. Keep the bants coming. And the slugs moist. A Poulton replied, "Hello, mate. Nice to meet you. How high are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Matthew replied, "Said I'm not high. I'm just intoxicated by the infinite possibilities of suit-related research. Don't judge me." Lewis then replied, "Different person. He said, we don't do that here. You egg." As that we well back in the day, that would have been gone. Oh, less of that. We'd have defended him. Mm. Yeah, that's the new, that's the less, the new less of that is we don't do that here, you egg. Which well, I think, no, I, I think that was actually, me last week. Oh, uh, oh, I see. Oh. Do you remember when we had such a wholesome community? Do you remember that? Yeah. We've got to stay, got to stay on top of this, haven't we, a little bit? Because, oh, there's, a, I don't know if I can find it. There was something really funny the other day. Someone sent me a no. Let's see if I could just find it quickly. We saw, um, we saw, uh, Mark Goldbridge with the seventh goal went in. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Can't, I think he did a no and I can't do this in one in one um, foul sweep. No. Did he? I think so. Yeah, I saw this. Brilliant. Loved it. <laughs> so, just to show you guys, just so you enjoy that. This is um, this is a child crying. There, there. Oh, yes. Can you pause that just on these despair? No. You see, can you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. They also just had it on. The uh, there was one. Hang on. It was. It was. uh, What's his name? What's his bloody name? Uh, Blue Van Man. Yeah, he was eating cucumber flavored crisps. (laughs) Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, he did, and he was just like, no, 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 no. Just no. That was the best no I've seen. Uh, Don't think we've got any no's this week. (laughs) Right, so that was that made me laugh as well, that other one, and that's that. So, moving on, that guy we've done, power move. Enjoyed this. Ding dong, says, power move. When someone insults you, uh, instead, you instead treat it as, a, as if it were a compliment and say, thanks, mate. 
completely flummoxing your foe who is now questioning their entire existence. Totally nullifies the situation, leaving them confused, having been power moved. So I just wanted to test this out. So in, just insult me quickly. Just see if this works. Uh, Specky Bellend. Thanks a lot. Hmm. Yeah, that's all right. I don't know if it worked. Don't know. <laughs> the thing is, is that um, if, <laughs> you win if they go, no, 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 I mean to insult you. No, oh, okay. That's <laughs> oh, that you need. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh, oh. it's always, oh. Yeah, okay. it's, you need the reply, don't you? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, I meant oh, it's a... No, no, no. Yeah, you yeah, meant... good. Like that. Socially snookered. He asked this last week. We've got, uh, we've got one that's really long. I don't know if we've got time for it. Maybe save it for next time. Save it for next week. Uh, ben Farrelly, socially snookered, was at a mate's 21st birthday not so long ago and I went out to the smoking area. I immediately noticed my friends chatting to a girl I vaguely knew I hadn't seen for a long time and they didn't look happy. She was kind of known for being a bit odd and would never stop talking. When she noticed me, she turned her attention away from my friends and said to me that we should catch up. Even though I'd probably only had one or two conversations with her ever. My mate sniffed out their opportunity and snuck back inside, leaving only me and her in the smoking area. She proceeded to burn my ears off of me uh, for what felt like an eternity until I went to the toilet a few minutes later and made my escape. Never again. Yeah. Yeah. That's there's tough, multiple. Yeah. There's multiple times where that's happened. You know, early doors as well, because you yeah. know from previous experience and then you'll start chatting and then you go, I'm stuck. I'm fucking stuck. Yeah. What might be useful here is how do you get out? How do you get out of being socially you, snookered? You just look, look at them and go, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, no. that's good. That is good. Go. Yeah, no, well, how could you actually get out? Yeah, let us know. It's a good way, what's a good way of getting out of being socially snookered? Um, so we had a thing called uh, cool at school chat, things that sort of trended, which is now sort of, I've, I've called it, you can, you can read it for me there, Flav. I've called it, Changed fucked up. up games. Fucked up games. Fucked up games you did at schools. Because um, that's what this is now. This is what this turned into. I think it's of you because uh, someone wrote a comment. And it's funny. Every time Flav talks about things at school, it's, people get their shit kicked out of them. <laughs> it's it talking about Nutmeg Rush last time. Yeah. So there was one called like, there was one where it was like you had to, you gave each, you gave people a letter and then you had to beat them up to get the letters. So beat the letter. I think it was called. And Harrison call Coe, apparently this is the same thing. <laughs> These are mad. He said, we used to call it Code. One day while playing Code in the woods against the sixth formers, we were year nine at the time, we were easily found and tied up to trees like Vietnam prisoners of war. <laughs> the whipping from branches was horrendous. The camaraderie meant we held firm until the sixth formers got bored and we earned their respect. The camaraderie. Man, <laughs> the squad so, morale. What? The squad morale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. don't break, Robert. Hang in there. <laughs> I just find what I find mad is the how I read it and I go, yeah, 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 yeah. You just sort I of did you. you. Robert, I love you. Stay strong. Stay I love strong, you. Robert. No, Robert, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. Okay, I can't take this anymore. Hotel. Just, just the beat. There was so much beating up, wasn't there? But you just sort of got on with it. Like, I think I've spoken about this before. There was a thing called a special, which is you would sort of tap someone in the stomach, make them go down, pull their head down, a bit like you would if you were doing a stone cold stunner. And instead, mm. you just give them an elbow in the middle of the back and it made them so <laughs> winded. It's horrible. It's called a special. Casey, <laughs> Casey, 58. We had a strange trend at school for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the trend was to knock, knock ourselves out. <laughs> Bit of a funny trend, actually. At our school, we used to knock ourselves out. I know it sounds stupid, yet, but it's true. Some, someone found a method where you would crouch down. I love how, how did you find this method? Yeah, this, uh, this rings true for me as well. I, I remember kids, kids doing this. Slightly what? different, but... okay. Someone found a method where you would crouch down and breathe in and out very heavily for yeah. a minute. You would then stand up, put your thumb in your mouth and, and try out. to breathe out, eventually knocking ourselves out for a few seconds. 
We, for some reason, found this very entertaining and we would all sneak into a classroom every dinner time and take it in turns to knock ourselves out and let everyone else laugh. Yeah. It's very stupid. Yeah, the, the one really we did was um, you, you would put your head between your legs and breathe in and out really quickly. Like that. And then you'd bring your leg up and you'd blow on your thumb or something like that and then you just... I never did it. I thought it was stupid, but we'd watch kids do it. <laughs> so so Tom, Tom says, uh, I vaguely remember something like this as well. John Farrell says, pass out game. Yeah, at my school. And uh, Jop says, I can confirm that this is still going on as a teacher. Amazing. Good. Just glad to know we're learning. Yeah. Uh, Alfie Maslin. When I was in primary school, we used to play a game called Fish Bite. <laughs> Where you had to go up behind someone and pinch them on the back of the arm. Brackets, bingo wing territory. My mate, my mate, which was one of them, <laughs> Uh, my mate, which was one of them weird bruisey kids, I didn't know that was a thing. No, was one of them weird bruisey kids used to, and this is this is written in capital letters. Get it? Get it. <laughs> it, it ended up with his mum taking him to the doctors, thinking he had some sort of horrid <laughs> disease because he never told her the real cause. So, what's that disease? Was we don't a hemophiliac? Or what is that? When you bruise? When, is that that yeah, AKA you... weird bruisey kid? Yeah, we had a it's girl like at you, school you, used to. She used to break her bones really easily. Yeah, that's uh, brittle bones. I think there's a name for that as well. But hemophilia is when you can't. Your blood doesn't ca- coagulate. Right. Cag- yeah, it doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the word. Is. Okay. Um, I can't do this anymore. Coagulate, which is yeah. massively part of our lexicon. Now everyone's. Do- I can't I'm do this, more, this and- anymore. I can't do this anymore. He's got to go tonight, and one must beware hubris. Really, really coming to their own. Uh, this is I can't do this anymore. The numb edition. Zach Homer says I completely understand Flav going beyond the I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Poor bloke. I'm a crew Alexandra fan. So guys, before I read this out, just think about this, Tom. This one's for you. Okay, just take this in. I'm a Crew Alexandra fan. I have followed Home and Away for the past 12 years or so. Despite some highs and a lot of lows, I've reached my point of numbness this season. After travelling four hours down to Sutton, we managed to find ourselves 1-0 up at half-time. Brackets despite getting battered. Within 15 minutes, we had our second centre-back sent off in three games. And all 300 fans in that away end knew what was coming. We held on until the 93rd minute when a long throw was launched into the box and subsequently headed into the net. I showed no emotion, not angry, not even disappointed, just empty. The best part is that it was our 15th draw of the season. Top of the draw, league. Yep. And our fifth in the last six games. I can't wait to see this culmination of our battle with Peterborough in the draw league. Well, yeah, at least you're playing for something. But I can understand it. I, oh, actually, I can't understand it. That sounds fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Smith recently had a I can't do this anymore moment outside of football. After a remar- remarkably long week where I'd been getting four to five hours sleep at most uh, uh, each night, I woke up on Friday remembering I promised my, to take my best mate out for, to a nightclub to help him get over a girl he had been seeing. Barring in mind, I'm very socially awkward, hate loud music, and I don't drink. I knew I was done for when I went over to his for pre's at 9pm, already yawning. We got to the club at 10.30. My friend told me that he intended to stay till close. Three and a half hours later, I was beginning to fall asleep on the dance floor, despite the rave going on around me. I then walked to the corner and yelled, I can't do this anymore! At the top of my lungs. Thankfully, sweet Caroline came on, gave me the energy boost I needed to get to close. Well done, Joe. That's <laughs> just in the middle of a club. I can't do this anymore. And that's your lot. Perfect. Bang on an hour, pretty much. That's good. I've got, it's currently pissing down with snow. Mid-March, what's going on? Yeah. And I've got to pick the kids up from school. Oh, shit. Uh, Pick the kids up from school and um, so they don't freeze to death. So, uh, yeah, that was why we started a bit early. But thanks for that, Jim. Thank you, everyone, for... Watching once again. Indeed. Details yeah. on the live show will be coming soon. 
if, yeah for uh for patrons so if you have been thinking about doing it you do want to get involved please do if not obviously doesn't matter dry slugs will be welcome if there are still tickets available um thank you all for continuing to listen to the podcast uh, share with a friend bring in a new uh, slug that's always nice isn't it um have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you all soon also love yeah. goodbye bye-bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.